the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. It is Monday. I guess we don't have any sound effects. Oh, my. <laughs> I started to say, I guess we don't have any sound effects for Monday. Yeah. That's kind of how we feel. You know what? That clip sounds oddly like our first guest tonight and really good friend of us and uh, sta- our, our buddy, uh, our, our, our brother Ed Martin, who's going to be here a little bit later. I wonder if Ed knows that his voice sounds suspiciously like the old crazy man Howard Dean. You never see them in the same place. Now I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> kind of like LaToya and Michael. You know what? I'm in good spirits because I got to tell you, one of the things I'm going to talk about with Brother Ed Martin here in a little bit is I think the tide has turned because as usual, the left has gone so far out of They always push it too far. No, they, not the left. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. Kel Surprise. Or as the French would say, what a shock, right? They always go way too far. Hey, glad to have you here with us tonight. 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in the show and see if you think things have gone too far. We'd love to hear from you. Um, follow us on Facebook. We are streaming live right now on Facebook on the AnswerSanDiego.com. We're going to also share it over there on our little favorite conservative Facebook group called Caniacs, of which I am wearing a shirt right now, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. You, you, you. I'm also on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I've started shedding, uh, you know, um, followers on Instagram because when I first started going on Instagram, you know, I was posting all kinds of, you know, cool pics and stuff. I really wasn't posting a whole lot of my, you know, political stuff over there. So I think people mistakenly thought that it was going to be all about just donuts and my, you know, my fried chicken and and southern fried food obsession and dogs. Um, it's not. Okay. <laughs> okay. That ain't who I am. Um, we've, so we've got brother Ed Martin of the, of the pro America report is going to be here. We, we got to talk about what everybody's talking about defunding police, but nobody's really getting inside of what is that going to look like if the Democrats get their way. So we're going to discuss that with Ed Martin from the pro America report after our first break. We've got a GOP strategist, a Republican strategist who's going to be here at the bottom half of the show. It's his first time on the Andrea K show, Joseph Pinion. And he says that President Trump is in danger of of not capitalizing on seizing upon his LBJ moment. And he's actually got an idea for President Trump that I have not heard one other GOP strategist mention. And did I mention that he happens to be African-American? So I'm excited to hear from him. And then later on the show, we got a little PC uh, uh, segment for you guys. Of course, the politically correct. Who would have thought 20 years ago when the whole PC culture started that we would be at the point now to where, uh, where it's it's not just about PC anymore. It's about 
uh, being clubbed to death with the PC stick. And it's it's their way or the highway. It's like ISIS now has taken over uh, the culture. So we've got a little PC culture for you, uh, update for you guys later. Because the left, let me tell you all, it should be clear. A friend of mine posted an article today saying, hey, you know what? Trump should stay out of the flag NFL controversy and just, you know, he's got bigger fish to fry. The, see, this is where Republicans go wrong. This is why we're in where we're at right now, because the Democrats, they're they're in libraries with drag queen story hour to five year olds. OK, there is not one aspect of our country and our culture and our lives that the Democrats are not seizing upon for power and to indoctrinate. And you know what? And Trump knows it. So, you know what? I, I, I admire Trump for recognizing it and wanting to get down in the mud and roll around and go into every area and fight back against the left. Before I go further, I got to bring in my man, my right hand man here on the show, because he's actually going to be a part of this PC segment we've got later on. It's my buddy, DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect. DJ DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, for the cities that think it's a good idea and eventually, hopefully not, but do defund the police department. Good luck calling 911 when you need somebody. Right. In fact, um, I posted a video that I saw on Twitter because it was all these, uh, you know, there's no way to tell when you were looking at these hordes of people on the street, who's who's a peaceful protester and who's not. No, there's no way. There's no way to know because your peaceful protester right now might be somebody who just who just threw a, a frozen water bottle at a cop two seconds before. Again, I have not to interrupt you. I have a friend that was complaining because she was shot by a rubber or almost got hit by a rubber bullet. And I asked her, I said, it's very simple. Were you there when the violence was going on? Well, yeah, but no, no buts. No, no, you yeah. shouldn't have been there. Right. Because you know, you're making it impossible for them to, you know, you're you're contributing to the David Dorns being shot on the street. We've got right. an update on that story. Um, so um, what was I even? Talk- oh, so this video. So there's all these protesters out in front of the store and this guy gets out of his truck and he looked like he was Hispanic and he's got a chainsaw. So there is so he, but prior to him getting out of the truck, all these crowds are chanting F the police, F the police. He gets out with his chainsaw and he's like, go home, get out of here because he can see that they're about to break into a, a yeah. business. Right. And immediately. So you can hear somebody going, quick, call the police, call 911. <laughs> the same people just shouting F the police. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear from Ed Martin about um, what what's actually going to be involved because they don't want to defund the police. They're very clear with that today. They're wanting to take money from the police departments and redirect it over to something called community policing. And nobody has really been getting into the weeds because people don't really ask second and third level questions. Andrea, that sounds a lot like community organizer to me. Well, yeah. And that's one of the things we got we to talk about because that's exactly what it's going to be. Um one of the videos that went viral today was, and I've been saying for a while, as everybody, any, anybody who's been paying attention except for Drew Brees, realizes that this is not about black lives. Obviously, it's not about black lives or David Dorn would be memorialized and people would be people would be protesting his death. And the 27 black people who died in Chicago over the weekend, there'd be protests there. It's also not about black lives. You know, it's not when you could see a video go viral to where a black police officer was off duty, by the way. I think he was on vacation. He was down in Georgia, but there was riots going on in protests. So he put on the uniform and he went down there and he starts getting bullied to kneel. To kneel in front of people, a black police officer. Maybe you're scratching your head right now going, why would a black cop be asked to kneel? Because it's not about black lives. This is about extortion. 
just like um, j- just like the the um, wanting to the open border crowd isn't because they care about anybody south of the border. They don't care about any of those lives. Oh, kids in cages. They weren't screaming about kids in cages when Obama was in office. Just like the, you know, um, the, you know, uh, the Republicans are waging a war on women crowd. They don't care about women either. They don't care about any of the identity groups for which they pretend to care about. It's all about division. It's ultimately for power. So there's this video going around with this black cop being pressured to kneel. And he said something incredibly profound. He said, I only kneel before God. And that's a statement a lot of people are saying. And it's quick to just brush that off and go, yeah, right. I only kneel before God. No, but it's spot on. It's spot on. And it's incredibly profound for a few for a few reasons one of which is this man gets it he knew in that moment that they don't give a crap about him or any other black person's lives he knows when he says that i only kneel before god one of the things he's saying is that if that is a show of a display of submission to a higher power and the submission to a higher power is to subjugate yourself it's to say your will over me i will do what you want me to do I'm giving my life over to you, Lord, and have your will be done. I repent of my sins to you, Lord. It's to literally place whoever you're kneeling before as the power over your lives. And they were asking that of a black man under the guise of Black Lives Matters. One of the things that struck me, too, about this and that nobody's really talking about is this is also coming. It's not a coincidence that they're asking for this. They're asking for this act of classic submission to God. It's not a coincidence that this kneeling act that they're asking for is also the way that we pray to the Lord, because this is the same crowd that's been demanding a removal of God from state. Uh, removal of God from our country. Mm, and they, like someone's playing God here. Right, exactly. They want a replacement of God in state. And when I looked at this black man saying that, I also wondered if he really understood too that not only do they not care about black lives, but this is the same people demanding this uh, this religious expression of submitting yourself to a higher power involves not only people that have been working to replace God with state, but intentionally targeted the black community for destruction by going after the the removal of God and the replacement of God with state was specifically a part of what why the left went after and how the left went after the black community. Targeting them, saying you didn't need they the black community traditionally was a very religious community. Right. And they went after them and targeted them, told, telling them that uh, targeting the family unit. It used to be it used to be like 90 percent of them were married. Now now you've got, uh, I think, uh, something like 70 percent of of kids in the black community don't have a father. So the Democrat Party, they knew exactly what they were doing when they set up Planned Parenthoods uh, that were started by Margaret Sanger in the black community. It was specifically about the destruction of the of the family unit and the Democrats wanting to replace God with state. To keep, keep them oppressed, to keep them down. And I think that that black cop knew it. And I also think he under, I also think he said it because he understands that if the left really cared about unity, they would understand that what it means to say we are one nation under God. Because under God, we're all equal. And under God and what the founders, what, what our founding documents, the founders understood that our rights come from God, not from man. That if you really believe that, if you accept that, and if we really were a a country, the left loves to talk about living up to our creed and living up to what this country was founded on, then we that then it would be about God. It would be about all of us recognizing that we're equal under God. We're all God's children. 
and that our rights come from God, not from man. And we'd be pushing back against a Democrat party that's putting signs in my neighborhood saying Socialist Party for Liberation because we would understand and be smart enough to understand that there is no liberation under the socialist system that the Democrats want. This is about communism. This is about this is about power. And the black, the black, the black community has been exploited so long by the Democrats, targeted to destroy their families, targeted, refusing to allow them school choice, refusing to invest in their communities, telling them that they're victims, telling them all day, every day, you're nothing without us. You're nothing. You can't do anything in this country. Talk about a toxic mental health a terroristic attack on the mental health of the, of the black community. Just and that's why it's great whenever we have black individuals stand up and call them out on it. Exactly. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Brother Ed Martin to talk about this. I may be going too deep into the philosophical weeds here, but but people but people need to. You got to get into the second and the third level implications of all of this because so many people. I see all these young people at these protests and even conservatives and Drew Brees getting sucked in to the surface level crap. And that's where they want to play you. They want to play you off of what can fit on a bumper sticker. They don't want you to be going deep and thinking about ultimately what all of this is about. Stay tuned. We're Andrew Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. There was so many gross, disgusting displays going on over the weekend, and in particular today on Congressional. Get off your knees. This is nothing but an extortion movement. They want you on your knees. They want you begging for forgiveness because then if they can get you to a, to beg forgiveness, to accept blame for something that you didn't do, then they can extort out of you whatever they want. Oprah Winfrey's got some special coming up. One of the questions she's saying is, what are our demands? Really? Where's the systemic racism? I mean, besides the state of Kentucky, who announced today that they're going to be giving uh, health care for all black people based upon skin color. Or the systemic racism where we have a mayor in D.C. uh, painting Black Lives Matter on a street. Joining me now to discuss all this, as well as the defund police movement, is my buddy Ed Martin. You guys need to listen to him every night here at 7 p.m. on the Pro-America Report. And go to edmartinlive.com for his his wink that he sends out every day. And he joins me now. Hey, Ed Martin, welcome back to the show. Well, it's great to be with you. Thank you, as always, for speaking the truth about all this stuff. It's a crazy, crazy time, but it is, uh, well, I mean, I, it, it, to me, one thing everybody's missing right now is if, you, uh, if you're willing to stand up and kneel down and lay down and say you want to defund the police, what you mean is you want to get rid of the police, which what you mean is you want to make life unsafe for most Americans. And so, uh, you know, I think, I think the Democrats have, have fallen for a very bad mistake and a trick uh, and Antifa is happy to destroy America instead of uh, helping anybody. But it's really a crazy situation to see them do this uh, every day. And I, I just it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it doesn't make any sense. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think this movement is that the, the Democrat Party has miscalculated this, not unlike Drew Brees miscalculating the situation. And now he's on his, what, 29th iteration of self-flagellation. <laughs> and it still that's ain't right. working out for him because it, it, no. the, the apologies never the apologies only the beginning. They're never going to right. accept the apology because the, the demand for the apology 
astrology is not based on anything heartfelt or genuine. It's a stepping stone yeah. to get you to, to to get you on your knees, so that then they're willing, then they can beat out of you whatever they want out of you. There's signs all over New York. Uh, it, it's the the false narrative is America is racist, and the fact that you might have lived your life in the NFL or beyond for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and and have never shown any signs of racism, that's not enough. In order to prove you're not a racist, you must write checks. You must do this. You must do that. You must be like the founder of Reddit and give up your job for a black person. You must be willing right. to subjugate yourself. And this is a and and that's just going. They've gone a bridge too far. They've gone a bridge too far with with the Democrat Party, I believe, Ed Martin in um, a, a, a supporting a movement that requires white people hate themselves for being white. They've gone well, too far. Let me just give you my list and I'll let you respond. Yep, yep. They've also gone too far when they continue to say it's about black lives when 20 black, what 27 black people were killed in Chicago, not a word. When David Dorn was gunned down by a 24-year-old black man and they don't say a word. They've also gone too far now with the defund police, but it's not really defund police. It's actually, oh, well, no, 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 Ed Martin. We want to take money from the police department and repurpose it and send it over into something called community policing. Right, right, exactly. This is this is what I was going to say. You know, one of the things that's happened, the left has done intentionally, is try to take our institutions that used to be effective at doing what our nation wants, and, and they can't beat them, they can't destroy them, so they repurpose them. Just what you said. So we have a military that instead of being a, a military that defends us and protects our country. It's become a social services agency, a social experiment. We got transgender. We got all these kinds of things. Then we take our police and they say, you know, if you want our police to keep us safe, they know how to do that. But if you tie their hands and make them become community organizers, then you can gut them. And then you can say, oh, they're not doing this right. You know, more of our police, one thing nobody's saying, more of our police were responsible for their own salaries so they had to give more parking uh, speeding tickets, right? I don't care much if you get me for going 78 miles an hour in a 65. I'd rather have you worried about, you know, battery and crime and all. So we've had the left do this. And as you point out, they're not actually into defunding. They're not defunding the police. They're transferring the money to their social services projects and away from keeping us safe. And then they'll turn around and say, oh, look, they can't keep us safe on top of it. And, of course, the point here is they don't actually want these things to work. They want these things to break down because they're interested in destroying the country. And so, you know, we, ha- we have to fight back. And uh, you, you pointed one thing out. I want to say this. It's such, so important what you did, what you said. Drew Brees, he apologized. If he, now his wife is apologizing. His kids are apologizing. His granny's apologizing. Everybody's apologizing. And that's not what they care about. They don't care about the truth. They care about breaking people. Yes. And we have to resist that. We have to resist allowing them to trick us into being broken, and we have to charge ahead. And I think the American people, there's a, there's a Rasmussen poll that says that 41% of the, of the likely black voters have approve uh, of Donald Trump's uh, yeah. uh, job, what right. he's doing, right? So they see what a normal leader does, and we have to stop watching CNN or even Fox News and let them tell us what we think. Right, exactly. And I want to go even a little bit deeper into what it means to uh, take money from the police departments and move it over into community policing. I want to, because I I think um, 
I think it's going to involve uh, you look at kind of what's been going on with these with these shutdowns and you look at it and what's going to be involved there is contact tracers coming in and knocking on your door. They're trying to do this now with with these people who've been to protest. They're going to come and knock on your door. You've been here. We need to know who you've, who you've gone to see. Uh, we know right. that it, we, we know that the left has been wanting um, through Obamacare and other and other programs in the state of California. They want there to be be um, agencies that come and knock on the door and inspect what's going on with parents and their children to control. And part of the Black Lives Matter movement, as it says on their website, is that they believe that children are part of the village and that the raising of children, children should be something that's p- part of the community. So I expect so I expect the community, this community policing to come in the form of brown shirts, literally coming to your door at your home or your place of business. You look at what's going on with these shutdowns, the, the unnecessary shutdowns. And now to reopen, they've got all these laundry list of regulations. And as they've said here in San Diego County in the state of California, they are going to do spot inspections. And if you're not fulfilling every little demand that they've got, they're going to have the right to shut you down permanently. This is where they want to go. It's the morality police. Meanwhile, these are the same Democrat Party with the no bail, um, letting prisoners out on the street, same people coming up with the policy that if you steal less than $500 worth of stuff, it's not punishable. Uh, you've Now you've got there now, I think in New York City, uh, the DA uh, or U.S. or whatever office there has decided they're not going to prosecute the vandals of certain buildings there. So crime is going to run rampant while they police literally come to your door in your home and your business for for their uh, policing of their ideology. Well, and, you know, and, and Andrew, you put your finger on something that's really important. When I said that they want to undermine institutions, if you look at the low income sector of our nation, it happens to be a lot of black and brown people, you know, kids and, and families, but it's a lot of white poverty, too. People should, you know, not fall for this uh, jive that it's only one. One of the things about poverty that our system has done and the left has done this is they want lots of single parents, you know, no fatherhood is out the window and the government is going to step in and be the family. As you point out, they're going to get rid of the family and they're going to be the morality. And then the morality becomes whatever Fauci or Burks or whoever Pelosi, whoever's in charge with enough power is going to be the one that raises your kids. And, and, you know, one of the things I said on my, on my, uh, uh, program on Friday about this is I said, if you want to talk, if you're a Democrat or any American, you want to look at what the biggest problem in poverty, the biggest problem in poverty is our failing public schools, especially mm-hmm. in urban and urban areas, but also rural, by the way, rural, rural, you go to Arkansas, some of the rural poor districts, they have as bad a problem as inner city St. Louis, which I know well, but you want to change the world. You give every grandma in the inner city or in rural poverty and you say to the grandma or the mom, if they're there or the dad, but probably it's grandma. And you say, here's a voucher. You take Johnny and you put him in any school you want. You take Jane and you put her in any school you want. You watch how fast you'll see people try to get out of this trap. And the Democrats aren't serious. They're not serious. They're just in it for the politics of the moment. And they're being, their tail is being wagged. I mean, the dog is being wagged by the Antifa tail. And you have to look at it and say, do you realize that only 10% of America wants lawlessness in the streets? And those people hate America. The rest of us are like, hey, let's get serious about making things better. Let's not be naive about poverty and class and even race. 
But let's not pretend that it's sort of some dramatic statement about one one uh, situation leads us to, de- to declare the whole country is a wasteland and go forward. So I think they're losing the political battle. But, you know, there's a big, a bigger problem right now is more people that watch CNN or MSNBC are being driven crazy by the coverage. It makes them nuts. Yeah. St- stop watching any of that. There's enough opportunity out there for you to get actual facts like the fact that in 2019, nine unarmed black people were killed by cops, 19 unarmed white people were killed by cops. Those are the facts, and they are undisputed. Yeah, I watched a few good men this weekend. Hey, y'all need to listen to my buddy Ed Martin on the Pro-America Report right here at 7 p.m. Thanks for being here, Brother Ed. All right, Andrew. Talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Now, we got a, we've got a GOP strategist who's going to be with us next who's got a really interesting idea. He says that this could be Trump's LBJ moment. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I, f- I failed to mention to Brother Ed Martin before the segment, get his, get his take on that gr- disgusting display of pandering with the Democrats today. They they criticized President Trump for holding up a Bible at a burned down church, but they wrapped their faces in some kind of historical, you know, African-American scarf fabric. You know, some little girl out there ain't allowed to dress up as Pocahontas for Halloween because of cultural appropriation. But you've got Nancy Pelosi and all these white Democrats on their knees wrapped in this, you know, historical African fabric. I mean, it was just so it was it was so demeaning and pandering at its worst. Some people joke, though, that it was funny seeing them all try to stand back up. Um, But that's what that's how the Democrats that's that's their strategy right now is to is to pander. Uh, my next guest with me has an interesting idea for President Trump. Um, he's a GOP strategist who just happens to be African-American, by the way. And he says Trump is in danger of missing his LBJ moment. And that got my attention. And he joins me now. And it's Joseph Pinion. And in case you don't recognize the name, you would definitely recognize his face because he's been all over Fox and everywhere else. He's the founder of Pinion Enterprises and A Better Us, Inc., which is a group of independent philanthropic organization uh, projects. And he's also started the No Priors, which facilitates nonprofit legal services for promising disadvantaged youth facing criminal prosecution, which I love because that's that goes in line with like the First Step Act, except on the other end of it. He's also the Northeast spokesman for Republican Org, founded and chairman of the Conservative Color Coalition and outreach chair for and secretary for the New York Young Republicans. So now that you know he's got quite the resume, hopefully you're ready to hear his suggestion for President Trump. And he joins me now. Hi, Joseph. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you so much for having me. So what's your idea? How, how can he have an LBJ moment here? Well, look, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people, I mean, you know, when the movies are done telling the story, they remember LBJ as this historic champion for civil rights. Um, They don't remember the fact that LBJ probably would be one of the most vile and um, non-politically correct figures uh, to possibly occupy the Oval Office besides Andrew Jackson himself. Um, And certainly when you talk about the modern era. So, you know, I think, again, as much as, you know, Democrats love to lampoon President Trump about his tone and his tenor. Um, I think, again, we all talk about judging the man not by what he says, but by what he does. 
Um, and I think this is an opportunity for President Trump um, to lean into what he started with the first step back, um, to start building bridges, literally and figuratively, um, from one riot-torn city um, to the next, um, to say that, again, there is nothing more Republican, there is nothing more conservative um, than saying that the people we entrust to uphold our laws um, in the name of our invaluable Constitution, um, in the name of the republic for which it stands, um, should be held accountable. I like your idea. I think he should treat it just like when when a president goes to a, a hurricane ravaged area. I think he needs to go to the go to Minneapolis. I think he needs to go visit that little that little gal that ever that uh, from Valentine Deli and her partner Mustafa. I think and and you know and talk to them and show you know there was one of the manufacturers from Minneapolis that was burned down. I said they're not going to reopen and that's what tends to happen in these areas. Look at Ferguson. You know when when George Floyd's brother said they want us to burn our town down. He was absolutely right. But he got the they wrong because the they is the Democrats. It's not the Republicans. It's not President Trump. These are Democrat run cities and areas where all of this is happening, where it's Democrats that are the rioters that are that are causing all this destruction and creating harm and havoc, not just murdering black Americans, but murdering their businesses at the same time. And I think you're right on. President Trump needs to go there and talk about rebuilding these communities and talk about what it means, you know, um, and how helpful it is to the black community his opportunity zones was such a brilliant idea this is a man who doesn't pander to to black americans this is a man who understands that they have a heart and it to, for the american dream and entrepreneurship as well as white people yes no absolutely and i think again if you talk about the policy right you know we talk about the fact that you know look at look at all of these cities they've been run by democrats for a long time republic uh, democrats my entire life um, have been in control of many of the major municipalities across this city um, and all, all across this country. And all we've seen um, is despair and poverty run amok. Um, and I think as a party, um, instead of us continuing to point at what should be obvious to everybody but now, uh, we should really lead into the fact of saying that we can just show up and provide solutions, um, that the president can go to a place uh, like Minneapolis and start talking about major infrastructure um, that puts many of those 30 million people um, who've lost their jobs uh, back to work, while at the same time undoing a legacy of redlining um, that was put in place by Democrats that kept people trapped in poverty simply mm-hmm. by the way, by where the highways and the byways were placed on the map. Um, so I think these are some of the things that President Trump can lean into um, to call for accountability. He has a certain level of clout um, with law enforcement, um, with people who are reluctant um, to necessarily understand what people of color are talking about in this country, simply because they haven't lived that experience, um, much in the way that LBJ had a certain level of clout um, with Democrats in the South um, back in the 60s, um, to be able to maybe drag the reluctant along um, into a more vibrant future. Um, And I think if President Trump leans into that message, um, if you went on a whistle stop tour from community to community um, to withstand the booze um, in the effort to get people to understand, wow, this president actually came here, something that no one has actually done in my lifetime or many of our lifetimes. I think that the tide would turn. And when the history books are written, they'd probably have to take down all three busts on Mount Rushmore to put one giant bust of President Trump. Well, you know, I love the idea. I I don't I don't know that the the 
the history books will be favorable because, you know, the, the history departments in our schools have been taken over by the Marxist left. And this is a cultural Marxist <laughs> movement to me. I think we can all look at the video and see that what happened to George Floyd was a crime. Does it mean that this country is inherently racist and therefore a, a white Americans need to get down on our knees and beg forgiveness and wash the feet of, of African-Americans and um, be willing to to fulfill demands that it's like it's it's like it's an extortion movement right now. And I don't think that that is and all that's doing is is um, creating more division and more anger and more resentment, quite frankly. And when when we've got a president that is being continued to be vilified as racist all day long, this let's look at actions. Look, you look at what he did as president versus the first black president, Barack Obama. It was Trump who did who funded historically black black colleges. It was Trump who did prison reform. It was Trump who did opportunity zones. It was Joe Biden who stood in pictures with Bob Byrd. It was it was Trump in New York over the years with Sharpton, with Jesse Jackson, Rosa Parks getting the NAACP award. When you look at his history and you see his actions and yet he's still considered um, by, you know, uh, so many as being a racist, it's irrational. They're be- and, and it's being fed um, by people that want to keep the black community down. And I, and I'm scratching my head wondering the facts are already there, Joseph. How do we get through to people that just don't, that when the facts are already out there about what he's done, do you see what I'm saying? It's like the facts are already there, yet there's still so many people that, that aren't seeing it because they don't want to see it because it doesn't fit their narrative. Well, look, my pastor taught me at a young age that, you know, we are all spiritual beings mastering the human experience. And so I think if we understand that, that we are all inherently um, emotional creatures um, at heart, um, that we understand that there are emotions that are inflamed in communities of color um, going back generations. And so I think if we understand those sensitivities, um, and I think just frame the argument differently, um, because I, you know, I had a conversation with a friend you know, the other day, and I said, look, you know, when Republicans talk about black children being trapped in failing schools Mm -hmm. dictated by the zip code in which they live um, and the color of their skin. Um, That's no different than black mothers um, who talk about the fact that their children can't get an education because of systemic racism, right? We call it a systemic political problem and they call it a systemic race problem, right? Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about it as a systemic political problem because of Democrats that is predicated on the color of their skin, then black people and Republicans are really saying the same thing um, in a different language. So I think if we can just focus on that, we'll get a lot further. Well, one of the things that you mentioned, you mentioned your pastor, and at the top of the show, I talked about this black cop in Atlanta that, w- that was being, they were screaming at him to kneel, and he said, only kneel before God. And I talked to the open of my show about how uh, the black community, not to stereotype, is one historically that's been spiritual and family-oriented and um, religious and going to church on Sundays and, you know, that whole, that and that the, the Democrat Party targeted specifically, I believe, and I think, it, you know, it's written, in, I think it's documented, that the Democrat Party parties sought to destroy that. They sought to tear apart the family. They sought to, they sought to remove God from the community and instead, you know, to try to get as many churches out and put as many Planned Parenthoods in. And that the way for unity for everybody is to remember that we are all children of God. And because the because this black cop said, I only kneel before God. And, you know, isn't that really the way for unity for us to reunite as Americans under the concept of one nation under God and that our rights come from God, not from man, and that we're all just part of this human race and you know couldn't that be the path to unity final thought no absolutely i mean i think when we look at this we are a nation of people one nation under god um again we you know we are our rights come endowed by by our creator 
uh, not mm-hmm. by any man. Um, all we've done is take God-given rights and enshrine them onto paper. Um, and so I think when we can talk about that, you know, what Dr. King said, all we ask of America is to be true to what you said on paper. Right. Um, I think that we should at last ask people to open up their hearts um, to the pain that black people are describing, um, at last being black America to open up their minds to the possibility um, that perhaps after 60 years of trying things one way, um, there might be a different pathway to the prosperity that all Americans deserve um, in the land of the free and the home of the brave. I've got if uh, carrots, uh, potato skins will indulge me and give me another minute. I, I got uh, two minutes. He's going to give me two minutes here. How, how, <laughs> did, how did you become a Republican? Well, I said this. I always tell people this is what happens when you have a mother that works a lot, uh, born in Jamaica, uh, then you're left at home with a uh, Caribbean grandmother um, for many, many hours a day, and are driven to school by an old, uh, old Italian who listens to the Beach Boys. Uh, uh, you know, over time, I think you come to realize that most of the black people that I know um, are inherently conservative. What we need to do is get people to understand how their personal sensibilities align with their political engagements. And I think, again, if we start, stop pointing the finger at saying the Democrats are terrible, because that should be obvious. Um, But there's a there is a mental block there that prevents you from seeing that. So instead, if you just start demonstrating, as you say, modeling the teachings of Christ, as you start modeling the movement um, born in conservatism, mirroring what Abraham Lincoln um, gave that last full measure of devotion for, um, I think people will begin to come along because black people cannot continue to live um, in the type of despair and poverty that we've seen for far too long at the hands of the liberal left. Well, you know, I got to leave it there. Joseph Pinion, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you'll come back real soon because just such a refreshing voice and I just love your ideas and your heart and your heart for everybody and uh, God bless you and thank you for being here God bless thank you so much uh, you too um, stay tuned we got more Andrea K show coming up we got a little PC segment to talk about and, and some interesting poll numbers uh, you know I'm not a huge fan of polls but this one um, it's not even a yeah it's a Rasmussen poll and it has to do with approval favorable view of the police department so come on back we got more to talk about we ain't done yet be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E A K dynamite and address or just Andrea K whatever you call her she's on the answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show let me tell y'all if you're feeling run down if you're not getting enough sleep if you're feeling tired if you know you should be eating better, but you don't like the taste of cauliflower like I do, listen, get yourself some balance of nature. I've been taking it for a couple of months now, and I got to tell you, I'm sleeping more soundly. I've got more energy, more pep in my step. I still drink my coffee at four o'clock in the afternoon because that's what I'm never, I'm never going to give that up. As as Rick, whatever would sing, I'm never going to give you up my iced coffee at four o'clock. But seriously, um, I, uh, it, it, Boosting, everybody's talking about immune systems. You got to boost your immune system. I'm not telling you it's not going to, you're not going to ever catch a virus. Um, but clearly everybody should know by now that you need to do what you can do to boost your immune system. That means getting sleep. That means exercising. That means eating fruits and vegetables. I get 31 different fruits and vegetables 
in 10 servings of 31 different fruits, fruits and vegetables every day with my balance in nature. I also get, get this powder called fruit and spices, which I mix in um, with water or with apple juice every day. So I get some fiber there as well. So everybody seriously take your balance in nature. I've gotten some emails from some people asking me if it's worth the money. It absolutely is. Is And let me tell you, it's actually cheaper than trying to buy all the fruits and vegetables at the store if you've seen the prices. So go to balanceinnature.com and use the discount code HEALTH because right now it's free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred orders of fruits and veggies. Or you can call 800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. And you will thank me, thank me, thank me because you're going to feel better than ever without having to eat food, fruits and veggies that you don't like. Speaking of not liking, I'm not liking this cancel culture, uh, potato skins, uh, you know, from this. And it doesn't seem to matter whether or not you apologize. Apolog- oh, no. Uh, it's uh, you not going to get you're, you anywhere. You're, you're guilty. Your apologies mean nothing. And especially if it happened, you know, years ago and, you know, you've grown past that. Right. I mean, um, so from, you know, Drew Brees apologized, didn't get him anywhere. So now he's he's having to do more and more and more because it's an extortion attempt. Um, we saw we saw this happen with, I think, uh, the New York Times editor, I think, yep. you know, is gone. Some some uh, editor of some newspaper or whatever in Pittsburgh now is gone. Uh, now we see today that some TV star from The Flash. Yeah, I'm actually very upset because uh, it was a rather new character that they added to the show. The actor Hartley Sawyer uh, really came on uh, two seasons ago to the cast. He used to be part-time, now full-time, and was really enjoying that. And because of tweets he made back in 2011, 12, and 14, some of them uh, not very tasteful, shall we say, that were maybe misogynistic or slightly well, you racist. Know, hold, but he apologized up. for them. Hold up. And as a now woman, it doesn't matter. I got to read one because as a woman, I kind of thought it was funny. Wait, you know what the problem is? One of the biggest problems with liberalism is they've completely lost their sense of humor in their quest to for control and power. Uh, you know, it's here. Here was one of his tweets. The only thing. Uh, no. Out at dinner. Uh, no. Here. Jingle bells. Batman smells. Women shouldn't vote. <laughs> yeah. Do I do I agree with women shouldn't vote? No. Is it's that funny? a joke. Yes. It's a joke. I mean, it's who was, who was the um, the co- comedian back from the 90s? Hey, little Miss Muffin sat on a tuffet. Who was Andrew Dice Clay? Oh, that's something he definitely would have said. Right. You know, so it's like they're going back eight years and finding anything that they can use against us for power. Again, like you said, he apologized. But you know what? It doesn't get you anywhere. They will. Roseanne apologized. This is why I said to Drew Brees, don't apologize. The, the, you, you, you might as well not because it's not going to get you anywhere. So your only recourse, your only hope is to stand up. I don't know what an actor can do because you're at will. You know, you're at the wind. You're in the of, public uh, eye all the time. Well, and they're at the whim of their contract. But you're Drew Brees and you're worth $400 million and you already get a Super Bowl ring. You stand up for yourself. You go to the microphones and say, look what I've done for the city and the state of Louisiana. Well, I'm hoping maybe we hear more from this actor because as of today, hours ago, he's canned from the show. Right. And, you know... uh, the only thing that you can do, your only recourse is to stand up for yourself and say... I. 
Where's the, where is the heart? Here's what I would have done if I was him. I would have done a press conference. I don't know who he is. And I would have said, I've, I've, I've asked for forgiveness and I don't understand why the Hollywood community has no forgiveness in its heart. Yeah, that's an, that'd, that'd I don't be a very understand. good way to go about it. Put it, put it back on him. There's no forgiveness with this community and it's arbitrary. No, you're okay. with our ideals a thousand percent of the time or you're dead to us. And uh, the, then we moons cartoon series there is no elmer fudd without his rifle period and i read further yosemite sam loses his guns too <laughs> i don't got oh, can't we have i mean what's next they're gonna the roadrunner is not gonna be able to drop an anvil on somebody's head i mean is that what's next it's we we take me back to my youth, please. Here's some good news, though. Rasmussen poll: seventy two percent of American voters, including fifty one percent of blacks, have a favorable view of their local police department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back tomorrow night, six p.m. Pacific. Peace out. Love you all.